0: Why are narcissists so easily bored? That's what we're talking about today at QueenBeing.com. Let's get going. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand and overcome narcissistic abuse in toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So why do narcissists see life the way they do? Sometimes they have perfectionistic tendencies. So as a result, they find themselves being concerned about everything being just right, perfect. They sometimes have a little OCD, at least when it comes to getting what they want. They also tend to have a a big fear of making mistakes, which would also mean that if they have imperfections, they can't handle it. So obviously they would like to have everything done quickly and perfectly, and if they can't have those quick perfect results, which of course is impossible, and to which they also feel entitled, they have to admit that they're imperfect, which of course they can't handle. So we all know that when we start something new, our results are far from being perfect, at least at the beginning, right? And a lot of times it takes anybody time to master new things, including the narcissist. So when the narcissist begins to try to do something new, he or she may find themselves feeling shameful or feeling discouraged or feeling not good enough, which doesn't suit his or her personality very well. It takes a long time to master new things and a narcissist never wants to have to do that. So when it comes to relationships, narcissists often feel as though other people are not, you know, narcissists don't see other people as people, they see them as objects or extensions of themselves. So as they get to know people better, they eventually realize that the fantasy that they projected onto that person really isn't a reality and that the other person isn't really who they want, who they thought they were. This will often lead them to pursue someone else. It goes along with the psychological mechanisms that are sometimes prevalent with narcissists considering their personality makeup. These are sometimes called idealization, which leads to vilification, unfortunately, for the victim. And of course, narcissists, they have the black-and-white thinking thing, the splitting, there's no gray area, it's black or it's white. Plus, they need narcissistic supply, which includes praise and validation from everyone around them, especially their primary source of supply, but also and often other sources of supply. Plus, narcissists are typically attracted to dramatic situations and conflict, whether consciously or otherwise. This sometimes leads to the other party, the the victim, the supply, not agreeing with the narcissist's narrative of how the situation really is, which of course then leads to a quick fight. The narcissist starts a quick fight, which then gives him or her the opportunity to discard the supply and to head to more interesting newer things. Now that doesn't mean that the new person is really more interesting or more exciting or more attractive or more anything. It just means that they're the flavor of the week and often there is a primary supply who is repeatedly discarded and left and discarded and left and then sucked back in whenever this new supply burns out or isn't providing every need the way they want them to and often this this primary supply is left not knowing anything about all of this mess that their relationship is, you know, that's happening inside of their relationship. But What about general boredom? What about the times when the narcissist is in your house with you? And as far as you know, everything's fine in the relationship But that yet they need every single second of your attention because they can't they they constantly say they're bored You can't read a book. You can't take a bath by yourself The narcissist follows you around like a puppy dog or a small child would and you feel maybe like they want to be joined at the hip and maybe you would like a little space well in that case There's a different situation here. What we have to know, first of all, is what is boredom exactly? Well, boredom is simply a message sent to you by your subconscious mind that tells you that there are more important or more interesting things that you could be doing at this moment. Think about that. Let's talk about boredom and relative comparison. So we know that the way that we compare things affects directly how our mind operates. So when we say, okay, this person is cute, then that means we think this person is equally or more cute than someone else. This means that this person is cute compared to people that we know or people we see pretty regularly. So let's say that when you're a kid you find, I don't know Michael Jackson attractive. That was me. I found Michael Jackson attractive when I was child. I was pretty sure I was gonna marry that dude. Didn't work out. But anyway, when I originally found Michael Jackson attractive, I was six or seven years old, right? over the years, I got to know less of other people and see lots of other faces and find different types of faces attractive. So maybe Michael Jackson's face is attractive, but it's a different kind of attractive than I prefer as an adult, let's say. Especially since all that stuff, but the point is even a regular person can get bored. Even a regular person could get bored of being interested in someone that they met because your mind always compares Your past experiences to your new ones. So in general, as our knowledge base becomes bigger, as our understanding of the world becomes bigger, it becomes harder to impress us. It becomes harder to make us especially interested in something. Think about this. Have you ever met someone who's just impressed by everything? Well, in some cases, it's because that person's life experiences aren't maybe as big as your experiences or maybe they're just nice and they're just pretending. So In the same way that a little child might be able to stay interested in a single toy all day without getting bored, the same thing happens for a person who hasn't had as many life experiences. They're less likely to get bored with Things you've already experienced because they haven't yet experienced them. This means that as on a base level, we tend to become interested in things and then once we get to learn about those things and know about those things, we become less interested in them and the same thing happens in certain situations with people. So then there's the first experience issue. Narcissists are always if, if you ever talk to a narcissist, a lot of times they're like, "Oh, I want to do something new. I want to have experiences. I want to get out and do things and be around people." La la la. The first experience, it's usually full of excitement because new neural pathways are being formed at that time, right in your brain. <laughs> so when you try something for the first time, a bad habit or a good habit, especially a bad habit, will hard code itself into your mind, so to speak. So it it will help you to like if you were to take to take a drug you may end up doing that drug for a long time after that because of the change that happens in your neural pathways. So for example, a drug addict might get started with one single dose of the drug, but then that dose may become useless and they may need to increase the dose in order to feel the same sort of excitement they felt before. So if a regular person wants to get over boredom, they've got to figure out what kind of boredom they have going on and then they've got to work to fix the root of the boredom. In a healthy relationship, boredom happens but when both parties are are willing and able they will work together to create the excitement again. When you're dealing with a narcissist, they don't know how to create the excitement again. Because of the way they were raised, because of all their drama and their trouble, they don't know where to start. What it comes down to is, the narcissist is almost emotionally handicapped in certain ways because they aren't able to go outside of their little box of shallow emotions. So this question was asked in our live session the other day and Jillian, who's one of my co-authors as well as a fan member and one of my subscribers who I love, sent me a note to remind me and she added her own thoughts to this note. So I wanted to go ahead and share those with you because they're quite valid and vivid and they kind of go along with what I've just said. First of all, she says she thinks they are trying to fill the void of not having empathy or being different from other people. And I think there's something to that. I think in that case, they tend to be trying to fill the void all day long. So even in situations where they're still with a person and they're not leaving at that moment, They require that person's full and undivided attention at will. Of course if that person wants their attention that intensity isn't the same. They don't have any concern for that, but certainly it's about filling the void. It's about because I honestly think there's a personality void here with these people. What do you think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Do you think that there is a certain amount of void with a narcissist where they don't seem to have their own personality or their personalities made up of little bits of other people? Tell me what you think below. Another thing Jillian says is they're seeking attention by doing outlandish things. Absolutely true. Totally agree with that one. And I think that it's very clear that narcissists are attention seeking in every aspect of their life. So that makes total sense. And I think on that same note with the seeking attention by doing outlandish things, we have to go back and remember that their neural pathways aren't healthy and right because of maybe what happened to them in the past or for whatever reason, they don't have the ability to feel Natural dopamine, the feel good hormone, they don't know how to feel happy about things. And so they have to create that through drama and excitement. See, that's why they love the first love thing, they love the first time thing. And then that's why when they're in a long term relationship, they make you feel like you're useless and worthless and like you aren't worth being loved. Does that make sense? And like Jillian says, they operate more on their reptilian brain, the lower brain stems, and they follow their impulses and urges more than the average person does. Of course, the fact that they have no empathy certainly does not detract from that that urge. They, they the, the lack of empathy on the basal reptilian brain behavior certainly leads to an abusive person when we're dealing with narcissists. Sometimes they, Jillian says, they, they aren't bored, but they pick fights and they do this to assert dominance to gaslight or for supply. This is true and I honestly believe a lot of times when they pick fights, they do so to take the heat off themselves or or simply because they're bored. Jillian says another thing is they're sociopaths, psychopaths and or narcissists. Absolutely. And of course because often narcissists have comorbid personality disorders, this can change the way their whole brain works and that's could be another reason that they're dealing with boredom. And of course mental pathology. And then last but not least, Jillian says they do wild stuff because they can. Totally agree. So what do you think? Here is the question of the day. Question of the day. The question of the day is, why do narcissists get bored so easily? And have you experienced this? Have you experienced not being able to get a second to yourself because the narcissist was bored or being left because the narcissist was bored with you when you didn't expect it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Let's talk about it. All right, that's all I've got for you right now. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon.